2: The person of uh, the 19th Annual African Pride Gospel Superfest TV Spectacular presented by the Cartwright Foundation is set for June 22nd in Dayton, Ohio, hosted by NAACP Image Award-winning actress Wendy Raquel Robinson. This year's star-studded celebration of gospel music will include performances from the biggest names in gospel. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation the CEO, managing partner, and executive producer of African Pride Gospel Superfest TV, Dr. Bobby Cartwright Junior. Hey Rashad, how are you? And what, what what city are you calling me from, my friend?
0: Well, I'm calling you from Detroit this morning. I'm in Detroit.
2: Okay, now you said this morning. That means that that's you just there this morning. So where are you this re- <laughs> morning? <laughs> <laughs> where are you based at? Where are you based
0: at? Well I'm based in the Cincinnati, Ohio area, um, mm-hmm. suburb outside of Cincinnati called Liberty Township. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a native Ohio and have been in Ohio practically all my life. But we were doing some rehearsals for the show yesterday um, in Detroit, so I decided to just stay up here and work today and tomorrow and come back home uh, Wednesday.
2: So tell us about the African Pride Gospel Superfest.
0: Well, the African Pride Gospel Superfest is uh, in its 19th year uh, of production as well as its 19th consecutive uh, year in domestic syndication, which you know all about. Uh, working you know, in your past with TV and radio. Mm-hmm. We um, got a vision from the Lord in 1998 about a new TV show, and I started reading the credits and doing my homework. It took me two years to pull off the first one, which was at the turn of the century in the year 2000. Uh-huh. So we did a three-day festival in Louisville, Kentucky, and that was our inaugural event. Um, which turned out, out to be uh, the catalyst for what we what was now a 19-year brand um, in black gospel music television.
2: When you use the word African Pride, that feels international. Is, 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 am I reading that wrong, or is it just a domestic?
0: Well, African Pride and uh, is a hair care brand. Oh, okay, uh, okay. A- African mm-hmm. Pride is the title sponsor, and they're a hair mm-hmm. care brand mm-hmm. with multiple uh, lines of hair care uh, specifically targeted towards African American consumers, okay. and you and I w- probably wouldn't use African Pride that much. But um, <laughs> the females in your listening audience, they would know all about African Pride. Um, it's a you know it's a, it's a household word within Black hair care uh, circles.
2: What tell us why why African Pride? Because that's, just, that's your demo market that you said you already said, Rashawn, Rashawn. You and I well, that's not our that's not our hair care brand. But females, that demo <laughs> that you want. That is why you're associated with that that relationship, and because you mentioned the sponsorships, you mentioned. Uh, I really enjoyed reading your bio because it was a it was like reading a business course because you was talking about making your brand relatable, ex- making your brand acceptable to advertisers and things like that. That's that's really important to you in building out this this model for long-term success. Correct.
0: Well, that's true, and I may get in trouble because I'm sure they have uh, product lines for for male and children as well. You know, it's like, you know, the uh, old luster brands and Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. African Mm -hmm. product goes along that line Mm -hmm. for black hair care. So if I misspoke, I I do apologize. But um, primarily primarily gospel music in general targets uh, towards a female demographic. Mm -hmm. And... um, uh, just females go to church more than males. That's just the way it is. And in Af- the African American church, you'll find it uh, as well more female-heavy in attendance than um, than it is in male attendance. But with that being said, the African Pride hair care brand is targeting you know females, uh, twenty five fifty four, eighteen to forty nine is the primary and secondary dem- demographic for their brand, and that lines up with with gospel music, and it certainly lines up with the the African Pride. Gospel Superfest, and we found our median age to be right around forty years old mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. uh, real heavy in regards to uh female attendance in all of our events. If you just look at our crowd shots, it's you know women love gospel music and oh, yeah. men do too, mm-hmm. but um, we find that um, the um the audience is prim- predominantly female when we um when we shoot so that's probably the marriage that the um the ad agency for african pride saw and then they made you know made the connection and of course now we're partners in uh in marketing with african pride
2: okay cool this is money making conversations now oh yeah
0: yeah. oh yeah so
2: this is we talk about tv show but Uh uh, outside the tv show are there are there booths are there is like is this a multi-day event is a single day event What's going on? It is,
0: def- it is definitely a festival. We start on Thursday. The there Gospel Superfest go. weekend starts on Thursday, and we have an event called Making the Stage, and that's a new talent platform for artists to um, compete. And then the winner of that uh, competition uh, opens the show that in a couple of days. And then the, on Friday we have a First Ladies Pastors and Community Leaders Reception. That's on Friday. Uh, that's to benefit our scholarship fund uh in the name of my late sister Gail F Peoples who was an educator for 40 years that's Friday night and then Saturday um is the national TV taping for the uh, African Pride Gospel Superfest with uh, Donnie McClurkin, Rance Allen, uh, Dietrich Haddon, Ty Tribbett um, T- Tina Campbell from uh, Mary Mary, that's the national recording and we record our entire season in one night. so we it's a five hour marathon of some of the biggest names in gospel and then we are rolling out two of those specials um, for the TV one broadcasting network and then the other three will be syndicated in domestic syndication. so it's a uh, it's a big um, event. Uh, one of the major television tapings in Black Gospel today, and we've been fortunate enough to, to sustain it through the help of Corporate America. Uh, some of our sponsors included Procter & Gamble, Johnson mm-hmm. & Johnson, um, Walmart. Of course, Allstate uh, Insurance Company was our title sponsor for eight years. And uh, now, of course, uh, African Pride is our new title sponsor for 2019. Yeah, see, see, P
2: and G, Procter and Gamble, they insisted that. So he go knock on that door. You know, that's, he does. <laughs> see, Dr. Carter, he knows. That's the first door you knocking on up there, Procter and Gamble. They were,
0: they were our first major. Uh, they came to the table first. They did mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. back in 2002, and supported. And so they've been supporting us consistently down through the years, and so we're certainly grateful uh... for procter gamble. and
2: gamble it is great because procter and gamble has a lot of significant african-american leaders and decision makers which allowed mm-hmm. you to understand this brand and who this brand is and in particular who they're reaching so it's really important to have those relationship with people who not only support you but understand the value because like I said not all money is good money but money that understands your brand is going to stick with you long term correct?
0: That's, correct? that's true that's very very true and uh... they do understand um, the diversity and, and, and uh, the different ethnic groups, and the, you can find Procter and Gamble strategically placing their efforts uh, with the Hispanic community, with the African American community, and the general market community as well. They're very uh, forward-thinking brand managers that uh, really know how to target their audience and then go after their, you know, their target.
2: Dr. Carraway, you said something interesting in your conversation. Now I'm I'm only here talking about the 19th annual. African Pride, which is the sponsor, Gospel Superfest TV. Then you said mm-hmm. in your conversation, you said we're finished taping all our shows. So, are, are we talking about? Then you said you have two specials. Is this like a TV series?
0: Yes, it is. Um, when we originally started, Rashan, uh, it was interesting because I, you know, I don't want to get too spiritual on the show, but I thought I got a You know, I know I got a vision from God to do this in 1998, but I didn't know. How to produce it, so I had to do two years of research in order before me to do the first one
3: mm-hmm. and
0: so in in that process um I was able to to learn and glean from you know, people like yourself and people mm-hmm. that were out in the industry and to be able to pull 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 this off mm-hmm. but uh, we started off as a three day event. And I'd probably have to see a burning bush before I do a three-day event. <laughs> but um, then we then we nailed it down to a two-day event, mm-hmm. and then you, by accident we had all of this B-roll um, or footage that we couldn't place because we didn't really know you know how to place it. So we ended up developing a, a half-hour weekly, and we cut up the shows into half-hour segments and sold it as. Gospel Superfest backstage pass. Mm-hmm. That particular brand was um, the, one of the launch vehicles for the Bounce Network. It was one of the launch vehicles for uh, Magic Johnson's Inspire Network. Mm-hmm. It aired for nine years on TBN, which is the largest uh, Christian network in the world. Mm-hmm. But all of this happened by accident because we didn't know what we were doing. We just had recorded all these acts and we had all of this footage, and we're like, mm-hmm. "What do we do with it?" You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so now that we know what our deliverables are. We can shoot, you know, five 40-minute, you know, a a one-hour special in syndication is 44 minutes and 30 seconds, and the rest of it is commercials. So now we can shoot five one-hour specials in one night but when we first started, we was just doing a specials. We were just doing a concert and letting the cameras roll throughout the entire concert, not really thinking about the deliverables. Well, after nine years, I mean, nineteen years, excuse me, we're, we're you know rethinking this is well. Wait a minute, you know, we don't want to over record, and we don't, and then a record label is calling us, and you know, we haven't seen our act on TV or something of <laughs> right, that right. nature. And uh, so we record <laughs> now strategically for the deliverables, and so we don't have to record three and four nights, we can just record one night and pull off the entire season with one one session.
2: Well, that's important to understand. Uh, We're going out, we're closing out on our first break because I'm bringing you back for the next break. But I got to mention this. I'm talking to uh, the executive producer and uh, the uh, Gospel Superfest is sponsored by African Pride TV, uh, Dr. Bobby Cartwright, Jr. Um, You are, uh, a couple of lifetime achievement awards are being passed out. Pastor Donna McClurkin and the mm-hmm. Rance
0: Allen Group. Uh, wow.
2: Something yeah. in the name of Jesus. Come on.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Two, two Amen. iconic figures in Amen. gospel. Just, you know, we fall down. Um,
2: we fall down.
0: Come on, man. Yeah, their, their, their music will outlive them for sure. A lot of artists' music outlive them, but it's something when you can come to the Lord in tears and, and, and one of these artists who have uh, been so gifted, their music will be playing as you weep, weeping and turning your life around, and I've seen that happen so many times with Pastor Donnie's music and um, the way Rance Allen just moves an audience to um, to repentance. I mean, it's just amazing how God well, well, he's gives moving audience because
2: Rance Allen he's not moving now. He's not moving now. He's gonna, he go he <laughs> he gonna plant them two feet right there, right there. lean forward with <laughs> that microphone and make you cry. I tell you, uh, you know when I when I when it, uh, you know, you're talking about you don't want to get to holy ghost on the on the radio. You can't. When you, got, when you got names like that, you have to realize what they mean and what they meant, you know what meant. for people over the years. Uh, like you said, gospel music is a unique music because it, it has a, such a strong support system. And it, mm-hmm. it, even when you're feeling good or feeling bad, it's always going to be there for you. And when I when I look at what you're trying to do, I, I want to go in detail about why you are honoring them. Uh, I know why. But let's hit the audience here why you these two were chosen this year to be honored at the uh, the African Pride Gospel Superfest. It's the 19th year. We'll be back with more, Dr. Cartwright Jr. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversation Podcast, Live Radio, uh Sirius XM. On the phone is uh, Dr. Bobby Cartwright Jr. Um, it's interesting when you start interviewing somebody and you have a small gem of information about what they're accomplishing and you realize that that their story and their accomplishments uh, and what they're doing is, is way bigger. Uh, he came on the show to talk about uh, the 19th Annual African Pride, which is a sponsor of Gospel Superfest TV. And Gospel Superfest TV is not only the specials, the two specials that they do, but they also do a series that they shoot, and it's, a, it's an experience that starts on a Thursday and goes all the way up to the finale, which is that Saturday night, uh, which is June 22nd. Uh, you back on the phone there, Doctor? Yes, sir, I'm with you. Did I miss it? Was I accurate in my assessment? <laughs> you I,
0: <that's> were very <laughs> accurate. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the exposure. Thank well, you.
2: Well, guess what? That's how we work it. That's why Money Making Conversation is here. So let's talk about two, two young men. I'm always mm-hmm. call him young, uh, Doctor uh, <laughs> Pastor Donnie McClurkin and the Rance Allen Group. Uh, let me just tell you a little bit about my experience because uh, Steve Harvey and I we hosted uh, uh, and produced the BET uh, uh, celebration, Gospel Celebration for 13 uh-huh. years. So I have deep roots in uh, these young men's lives. And, and how, uh, first time I saw Rance Allen, I didn't know who he was, and uh-huh. and he's on stage with uh, Kurt Franklin, Franklin in Los yeah. Angeles, and um, and this song, something in the name of Jesus about the name of Jesus, uh, uh, that he started singing and that was for the first time. And it, and it, and I didn't know that Kurt wrote the song That's Kurt Franklin's uh-huh. song. And Bye. so, and that song has stayed with me all my life. And I remember, remember. In, in 2000, um, pastor Donna McClurkin came into my life because we were playing on an RB hip hop station. We were playing uh-huh. his gospel song. We fall down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, 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 so when you say, you know, you don't want to get too hyped about the uh, <laughs> spirit, know that you can do this on my show because oh, I know, I I know the much. value of what it has. You know, I remember in 1994 when Kurt Franklin first came out uh, with his first hit song. And uh, prior to our comedy show, I played Tupac's uh, uh, Dear Mama and I played uh-huh. Kurt Franklin's song. And Steve uh-huh. Harvey looked at me and go, rap and gospel? Back that back? <laughs> was in '94, and we was in the sold out yeah. show at the music hall. It was like 4,500 people sitting out there, because I knew that that I didn't know Kirk, I didn't know Rance, I didn't know Donnie McClurkin, but I just know that what you're doing has so much value beyond just just a, a, a ticket sale. It's about changing people's lives, motivating people when they're down. Uh, Amen. Uh, spiritually uh, giving them. Because a lot of people don't understand that in gospel music really is a, is a faith that is, is inspirational. And right. a lot of people forget that component right. of gospel music is a motivational and inspirational. It is. And if people would understand that that's the basic drive behind gospel music, they would see it differently.
0: Yeah and there's there's interesting because I was just having a conversation with a a person on the street actually, I was trying to go to the bank, but I saw someone I knew mm-hmm. and we started talking and um Gospel music has an evangelistic tool to it where you mm-hmm. can draw people to the Lord and it also has an edifica edification uh tool to it where it can edify and build up the body of christ those of us who are already believers. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different functions for gospel music, other than just, you know, the altar call type music that I mentioned earlier in our interview, as well as the music that just inspires and uplifts the body of Christ, and then there's a message that you can just enjoy, whether you're a saved believer or not. You can, certainly, uh, dance to some Kirk Franklin to some Rance Allen, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to jump on one of the uh, points that you made, Rashawn, because it was so... I didn't realize it, but um uh, we fall down was a crossover hit from Pastor McClurkin, mm-hmm. uh and really brought him to the mainstream. Mm-hmm. But back in the day a song called I Belong to You on Stack's Records was a crossover song for Rance Allen that he got pushed back on when his songs started to be playing in, in nightclubs and in other circles other than the gospel music circles. And uh Rance was uh, telling me the other day that um they were on the big Stack Records tour Mm -hmm. Uh, with the Bar and Otis Redding and all of the (laughs) Mm -hmm. Isaac Hayes and all of the folks Mm -hmm. that was on Stacks back in the day. And the MC would just say, you know, we're going to stop and have church right now. And they'd bring the Rance Allen group out, and they would do their set, and they wouldn't change a thing. And then they'd go back to Isaac Hayes and some of the other acts that was on the label. So they've been integrating their faith-based music for years, and uh, Pastor McClurkin's been doing the same in more recent years. But it's just ironic that those... Both of those acts have had that kind of experience in the, in the business.
2: You know, I smell a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down, Dr. Bobby Conrad Jr., I smell a documentary. <laughs> because these stories, man, I tell you, that's why I say that. I think that that's the next the, the, the wave that I'm talking about, the motivational side, the inspirational mm-hmm. side. Because what happens is if you're going to get these young people, and that's what it is because, you know, gospel tends to, you know, they say plus 30, plus 40, female-driven, mm-hmm. female-driven uh, mm-hmm. a fan, base. fan base. Is that They're the millennials, millennials in that Gen Z audience is about entrepreneurship. Yeah. They're about motivation. And we all know social media is yeah. driven by motivation and inspirational thoughts. That's why I had a conversation with uh, Phil Thornton over at RCA mm-hmm. Inspiration. I was, we was just talking about how you have to control your narrative. And yeah. I enjoy talking to you because you are doing that. But I think the next message that we need to let everybody know is that, that the, the negative that, that, that gospel music gets is that it feels like, you know, it feels like it's so, and I'm, I'm trying to say it right, because I, I want to let everybody understand that, you know, everybody don't have to go to church to That's enjoy correct. the blessings of gospel music. And that tends to to, to be the message. Tends to be the message. Where if we if we let everybody know, just like I don't have to go to a nightclub to enjoy Jay Z, but see mm-hmm. that that's not resonating <laughs> in the gospel community. You see right. what I'm saying? It's 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 like a certain certain type of person is supposed to be listening to music, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. so my 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 voice and my and my my calls to champion and one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the phone was to be able to say that 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 I want to be in a position to be able to start. Carrying that torch of motivation, that carrying that torch of for you not to say, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to get too holy ghost on you, but uh, you know, I don't want to get too spiritual on you. Why not? <laughs>
0: Well, I, you know, because I, I, you know, the whole interview—I don't want the interview to be about me. <laughs> That's the main reason. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I would like to say that. Excuse me. You know, since we—I want to put it out there. I definitely don't want to be ashamed of the Gospel of Jesus Christ or ashamed of my testimony. Mm-hmm. But when I was in the R&B field, I got hooked on cocaine. In the last mm-hmm. six years of of that, I was hooked on crack cocaine, mm-hmm. and I lost every worldly possession that I had in life mm-hmm. uh, to the pipe. Mm-hmm. so i got saved in 1987 and born again and delivered and and then uh, the Lord called me into gospel music ministry, and that's where I am today. So when I said that, I was like, you know, how much time do you really have on the radio today? Because I could really tell you some, th- some mm-hmm. things. But yeah, I'm a born again Christian and a delivered um, cocaine addict. Mm-hmm. So and I don't always talk about that. When I was raising my kids, I didn't want to glorify drug abuse or anything of that nature. It's nothing to brag about. But that was the the route I f- foolishly took. In my youth years, I started, you know, very, very early in my preteens, actually, abusing drugs of some type. So Mm -hmm. when I became 30 years old is when I got born again, and then I started producing the Gospel Superfest. Uh, years later, about a decade later when I started producing the Superfest, so I, you know, that's when I, I said I didn't want so to really go over there, you right know, run anybody away, but... Why would I, I want to hear that? would I want to hit it? The lifestyle and the mm-hmm. and the business Mm-mm. coincides <laughs> with what, you know, my beliefs are.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the beliefs are that you uh, have a journey, and that's what this show is about. It's just, see, I, I don't like everybody hearing this overnight success story or People think that you just showed up in Hollywood, you look good, somebody tapped you on the shoulder, <laughs> suddenly you're starring in a Marvel movie. It doesn't work yeah. like that. My journey, right. I, can, I can tell you about a cancer survivor. I can tell you Pray about standing in the hospital for 30 days. I can tell you about yeah. uh, falling off a six-foot-high ladder and breaking just my arm, okay, falling yeah. backwards. Okay? OK, so so we all have these stories. But in, in, in the process of creating these stories, they mean that there's a word journey is attached to it. And when people hear the Man. journey, they know that what inspired you. OK, what where were you at in the high and the low points? And that's all I'm saying is that Bye. your journey is equal as important as us promoting the 19th annual African Fried Gospel Superfest TV. Well,
3: because thank you,
2: that thank journey you, without that journey, we're not talking today. Without the yes. journey, we're not having this honest conversation about success and failure because you understand both. So yes, who do I, I want to talk to? I want to talk to somebody who's never failed in their life.
0: No, <laughs> no, because guess what? Well, I appreciate that. I do appreciate that, and that's something you know probably will be in my book slash documentary down the road. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I certainly you know am, am a little reserved you know when I'm on you know in public settings about all of the. Uh, you know, the the things that we've done, the mistakes that we've made down through the years. Mm-hmm. And so when I, you know, but I am relevant to uh, the opioid crisis that we have now mm-hmm. and the things that are going on when people mm-hmm. are being tricked mm-hmm. by the devil and and falling into divers uh, uh, addictions and things of that nature. I do know that there is a, another side. A lot of times when you're in bondages like that, uh, when you're when you're experiencing it, you just don't see any way out. Right. Well, you know, I'm 30 years on the other side of crack addiction, so I do know that there is a way out, and there's a way for the Lord to keep you out. There you go. And um, so that message has to be has to you know be out there as well.
2: Well, my man, you you you're allowing me to deliver it on my podcast, my live radio show, my Sirius XM show. That's why it's important. I'm talking to the executive producer of the 19th annual African pride. That's the sponsor of the gospel super fast TV. The show is at the Cartwright. Excuse me. The show is at the Schuster performing Schuster arts center, center. Yeah. in uh, uh, June 22nd in Dayton, Ohio. The host is the amazing Wendy Raquel Robinson. They'll be honoring two of my dear friends, pastor Donna McClurkin and the Rance Island group. Amazing. I appreciate you coming on my show. Know that I am a fan. Know that I would do anything to promote your brand. And know that anytime you need Rashawn McDonald, just call me. Just call
0: Well, I will. And I want to thank African Pride for their support and thank all of the sponsors, Kettering Health Network, uh, Ohio's Hospice, uh, Gym City Rehab, and of course, Comtech for the local sponsors for their support as well. And we look forward to having all of you who can to join us on June 22nd at the Schuster Center in Dayton. It's going to be an amazing show.
2: Thank you, my
1: friend. Bye-bye. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring, voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post, delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever